We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Wow, Colts Nation, what's going on? Some news from the Colts here recently. Two big pieces of news. Made a video about one earlier. First off, offensive coordinator Marcus Brady, no longer with the team. Frank Reich said he'll be taking over all the OC's duties. Uh, That's the first piece of news. Second piece of news, the most recent news. Colts trade running back Naheem Hines. It was reported by Stephen Holder yesterday, last night. And now it has come to fruition and a little bit of a puzzling trade, if I'm being completely honest, Max, because you get a sixth round pick for Hines that could turn into a fifth round pick. And then you get another running back, funny enough, uh, Zach Moss in this trade as well. So, you know, I think initial thoughts are it's from what I heard, it seemed like Naheem Hines wanted out and I don't blame him, Max because of the fact that the Colts, they paid him and then just really have not used him a whole lot. And he definitely hasn't lived up to that contract to no fault of his own. Um, And the Colts trade him to a contender now in Buffalo, who you think is definitely going to use him out of the backfield a lot. Uh, The Colts get Zach Moss as well, um, who was a third round pick a couple years ago from Buffalo. Hasn't really panned out there. So just a, a... you know, kind of an underwhelming trade, I think, from a lot of people's standards. Um, I think the the biggest takeaway I have is, Max, you get that contract off your books. You know, you re-signed Hines a couple of years ago to that decently sized, you know, he puts him in, I believe, the top 15 in terms of running backs paid. So you get that contract off your books at minimum, but it definitely sucks to see such a talented and versatile player like Naheem Hines go. Yeah, you said it. Um Chris Ballard got Chris Ballard got fleeced. There's no other way to put it. Chris Ballard got fleeced. And why would acquire another running back when you already when De- Deion Jackson, first of all, is playing like a number two? And then you have Phil Blinton in their practice squad, who's also played well. They both played well in the Denver game a couple weeks ago on Thursday night. So why would acquire another running back who, who's also on and on the tail end of his rookie contract, and you're probably gonna have to pay him if you want to pay him. You're probably gonna like I don't know what this organization's plan is, but 
theoretically, just going through it, you're, if you want to keep him, you're going to have to extend him probably next year. Zach Moss. Yeah. Well, so, I, I do I do think that he's not going to cost very much. So, like, I guess if you look at to extend him, it's not going to be for very much. But still, I get what you're saying. It's a bit, bit puzzling given how good Deion Jackson has looked. You know, you would think – oh, we feel good about our running backs still, you know, even with, and Philip Lindsay's on the practice squad as well. So it feels like running back out of all the positions you had was definitely one, like, I guess I didn't have an issue getting rid of Hines just because you're not using him. I guess I just was a little bit puzzled that you brought in another running back this year. I, I don't really know what to make of this trade. I'm be honest. Yeah, me, you, and Derek were, I think, all on the same page of every name should be looked at. Naeem Hines, I don't think, was on any of our radars for a name to, that was going to be traded by today's deadline. Now, what uh, um, the day th- I'm so uh, um, the day three pick conditional six that could turn into a five. Yeah, I I don't understand how how we can get that like a day three pick for a player like that. And Buffalo's going Ken Dorsey, an upper rising um, offensive coordinator in this league, who's probably going to be a head coach in the next couple of years is going to turn Naeem Hines into, I think, a Debo Samuel kind of guy. And we're going to have to watch him all throughout the playoffs this year, and maybe even in the Super Bowl, which is making me sick just thinking about it. It, it and, beca- It's becoming clear to me that Hines didn't want to be here. Yeah, that's you it know? has to be. And that kind of that kills trade value. You know, I think that's probably part of it as well. We were talking last night, Max, and I think, um, unfortunately, I don't like that that's true, but I think it's true that, like, Running backs are unfortunately a dime a dozen, and they're not really that valuable. As good of a player as I believe Hines is, and a lot of Colts Nation believe he is, I mean, it's just kind of like, I mean, you could find running backs that can catch it out of the backfield. Maybe not as effective as Hines, but at the end of the day, it's in the grand scheme of things compared to other positions, it's really not as valuable, I think, as a lot of other positions that people would talk about, you know, say off, like an offensive lineman or a wide receiver or something of that nature, you know, even though Hines can do a little bit of that. The running back position just kind of honestly gets overlooked by a lot of people. So I think it was a combination of those two things, if I was guessing, um, would be why the Colts kind of got an underwhelming thing uh, for this deal. But yeah, I don't know, man. It was just kind of a puzzling trade altogether. Um, but at least the Colts have, I guess, if there's a positive side to this, uh, the Colts did acquire some draft compensation. Um, they did, you know, get that contract off their books for next year and moving forward. So there are some positive things, even though there are some negative things as well with this trade. Um, and we'll see. I don't know what the conditions are for that six-round pick to turn into a fifth-round pick. I don't know if it's come out yet. I honestly... Uh, been kind of scrambling, so I haven't been able to to check what the conditions are um, out of this. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just not really a not really a trade that I'm a big fan of. No, and I think the fan base can agree. Um, when Naheem, what? So I think this fan base is frustrated because. Naeem wasn't used properly the whole like the last couple of years. If Carson and now Matt, like 2019 was his best year. 2020 with Phillip was his best year in 2019. So I'm confused where this whole thing went wrong. And I, I, we were talking about this, like the decline of his offense is 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 mind-boggling. Like, like where everything went. Like the the Frank Reich saying that you should have Naheem Hines on your fantasy team going into the season, 
and now you're trading them not not eight weeks in, and it just it just like how did we get to this point where where you're trading Naeem Hines for pennies on a dollar? And I understand the contract part, like that was probably a big part of it. The Bills are gonna have to take on that contract, but I think Naeem Hines is like is worth a little more than like a conditional sixth. Right. And and who knows what's gonna happen with Zach Moss? And first of all, Zach Moss, welcome to Indy. Like we're like we're happy to have you. This is what this is not your fault, okay? But just the way just the way this trade, the conversation was structured, and just the way like like the conversation we got back, this this doesn't make sense for this team right, right here right now. Like what's what's wrong with Phil Lindsay? Like why can't you just up, why can't you move him to three? Like, why can't we move them to running back three, Dion to two? Like, like Dion should be – Dion, like, I think showed a lot, and he showed that he can be cornerback uh, – running back two. And now we're at this point where we have four running backs again. Yeah. And we'll I don't, like, it just doesn't make any sense. We'll see how it pans out. I don't really – yeah, just a little bit surprising. Um, but then again, you see running backs all the time. I mean, heck, you see James Robinson go for like a fourth-round pick. So didn't really get that much of a worse, you know, out of it, all things considered. So, you know, I don't know. It just it just sucks to see a player of Heinz's caliber, you know, go to a contender like this. Um, but I don't know, man. Like, you would think if the Colts believed in Reich in this system uh, – you know, first off, they fired the offensive coordinator. That was just, I think, a lot of a lot of a scapegoat for for a bigger issue here. That's kind of how it always kind of seems to go. And then also, you know, now trading one of your you know most versatile weapons out there. It's kind of like, oh, I don't even know what to make of that. You know, like to me, it's kind of more and more signaling that like this regime's starting to near its end here with Indianapolis. Like that's just my thoughts. Yeah, that's just that's just kind of what it feels like right now. Well. I mean, just thinking about the just like the compensation and like the way this trade went down at the at the buzzer beater, like at three fifty eight, three fifty nine, this trade got announced. Yeah, and I feel like if Naheem wasn't eager to get out of Indy, then this trade probably wouldn't have happened at all. I think Ballard got what he could. Like, I think, I think, I think it's possible. We're just speculating here, but it's possible th- that this relationship with Naheem is broken because. Not that Naheem didn't get the contract. He got the contract. He got the money. He got paid. But he wasn't being used the way he, he should be the last couple of years. Maybe this relationship soured over and Reich had no cho- – I mean, Ballard had no choice but to, but to just but – to tra- but to get what he could for him. You know? Like, we like until we hear more, like that – like, I mean, that we're just speculating. But, like, that's what I'm thinking right now. Yeah. And maybe we were to, I think, uh, in certain ways, we probably uh, gave him more because we are a little nostalgic. Let's be honest. Like we love Naeem Hines as a person, as a player. We probably didn't take into into consideration maybe necessarily the market value uh, for a running back who, you know, has looked good, but hasn't been used enough, in my opinion. And, you know, you look at just pure stats alone and you're like, I mean, like, I guess it's not that surprising. I do wish they would have gotten maybe just a little bit more. Um, I do think they were probably looking for like a fourth round pick and then just Buffalo wouldn't uh, budge. They're like, fine, we'll take a conditional six. We'll add a player who we know has talent in Zach Moss, even though he hasn't really lived up to expectations, obviously, because there is still talent there with Zach Moss. Like it's not like the Colts are getting a guy that uh, was an undrafted free agent that hasn't touched the field. Right. Zach Moss still has talent third round pick a couple of years ago. So 
Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, Got to move on from this. And, uh, man, I guess at this point, it's just kind of like you need all the draft capital you can get. I wish it was more yeah. that you got for Hines. But if yeah. you're not going to utilize him and you're going to pay him that much money, you might as well try to get something out of him. And I think that's kind of where yeah. the Colts were. And, and based, based off of what I heard, um, I don't remember which NFL insider it was, but it definitely seemed like Naheem Hines definitely wanted out of Indy too. So there's a lot of factors that play into this. It just sucks that a good player didn't get more for him, but it is what it is, you know? So, yeah, yeah. we move on. Best of luck to Naheem Hines and Buffalo. Yes. Uh, definitely think they're going to hopefully, uh, I'm going to root for Buffalo, man. Definitely down the stretch, root for Hines, maybe get to the Super Bowl, stuff like that. He definitely deserves it. Um, I'm just intrigued to see how they utilize him because they do have, you know, some other players like Devin Singletary, who's playing well. Uh, you know, obviously we know as well uh, that they just drafted a guy, Cook, as well uh, this past year in the draft. So they have three decently running young running backs um, that are, you know, how are they going to split the carries? I'm just in, I'm just intrigued to see how they use Naheem in this offense. But, uh, and at this point, Colts are three, four, and one. Um, you know, you have this talent on the team. I guess you got to sell somewhere. And unfortunately, Max, I just feel like with how these wide receivers have also, and these tight ends also, when they're used, have come on. There's a lot of mouths to feed at Indy right now. Uh, guys that actually can produce. So maybe that's a factor as well this year into that. But uh, yeah, that's kind of the, the thoughts, guys. Naheem Hines traded. I never got your thought on Marcus Brady uh, being traded as well. I just, or not traded, being really right. being relieved yeah. of his duties as well. What are your thoughts on that one? Um, I think, well, he was obviously the scapegoat for a bad offense that wasn't wasn't good at any level. You know, Scott Milanovic, um, the quarterback coach, he still has a job. Um, Frank Reich somehow still has a job. Chris Jowser somehow still has a job for this regression. Not, I won't even call it a regression at this point, but the offensive line is just plain, bro- plain flat out broken right now. And I don't see a way that it's going to be fixed this season. But this guy was made a scapegoat for for the offensive issues that we've had next to Matt Ryan now, who's been benched. I mean, I'm not surprised because, I mean, this guy, even though he wasn't calling plays, which I think is an issue, like he's also the one that's responsible to make sure that the best players are out there, The you know, coordinating with all the different coordinators and stuff, like he in position coaches, I should say. And the fact is they just weren't good enough and they were never prepared. So maybe this is a move that's a blessing in disguise for Indianapolis. Uh, Maybe if Frank Reich takes over in that department, some things will change. I'm not saying they will. I'm not saying they won't, but maybe they will, you know, at least it's something new. Um, But yeah, yeah, I think there is the bigger issue, which is just this entire coaching staff starting with the head coach at this point. But uh, Marcus Brady, the first one out, I think he's the first uh, OC fired this year so far. I know there's been some coaches fired, so maybe maybe I'm wrong on that, but he's one of the first, that's for sure. And uh, we'll see, man. We'll see if the issues continue. We'll know it's not just a Marcus Brady issue. It's it's a Frank Reich issue as well. Yeah. Yep. Couldn't agree more. So, yeah, guys, that's our kind of our thoughts here, initial thoughts on Naheem Hines and Marcus Brady out of Indianapolis. Let us know your thoughts, guys, in the comments below. Max, is there anything else? You had to say, and by the way, guys, just because we're frustrated doesn't mean we're going to stop rooting for this team. Um, we believe in this team. We believe that, uh, you know, we're always going to be Colts fans, no matter what, through the good and the bad. Uh, right now, it's not seeming super good, but uh, we're going to be here still the same. So, yeah, um, I don't know, man. Do you know, do you know what Zach Moss is going to make? I'm, I might pull that up real quick. What Zach yeah. Moss contract's looking like? Yeah, go for it. 
Yeah, Sirianni was a huge loss for Indianapolis. We can clear we can definitely see that now. All right. So according to Spot Track, yep. His base salary for this year was nine hundred seventy eight thousand dollars. And his cap hit is one point two million. The dead cap is four hundred eighty seven thousand if he were to be cut, which I don't think he's gonna be cut. I think the Colts gonna try to use him the rest of the season. Um, and next year is the next is the last year of his rookie contract, and he's making one point three million dollars next or one point one million dollars next year, and he has a one point three million dollar cap hit. Okay, and that dead cap would be two hundred twenty eight thousand. So the dead cap is a little lower next year if he were to be released or cut, however they, however they decide to handle him. Yeah. Um. But that's a that's a big cap hit if they don't plan to. Well, one point three is bigger than one point two, and I don't think I don't know why they would take this on if they weren't planning on giving him maybe like like another couple of years here, because like who knows what's gonna happen with Jonathan Taylor if the Colts would pay him. That's a different story for another for a different day. But but who knows how this how this Zach Moss thing will will shake out? I'm interested to see it. Yeah, uh, I am very interested to see this too. Uh, because he's cheap at this point, you know, like you're, you're not taking on a lot of his contract, but uh, it just sucks. Just still sucks all the same. But I mean, it's becoming, I, I don't think this team's tanking, obviously, Max, but like the fact that you basically took away one of the biggest weapons on your offense who scored a touchdown this past week uh, you, for pennies on the dollar. I mean, it just kind of shows you like where this organization is right now. I don't think it's in a good place. Honestly, no. I don't. Um, you can't imagine. I can't even imagine because Naheem is one of the most well-respected guys in that locker room. I can tell yeah. you that. And the fact that they just trade away for nothing, that can't sit well with the locker room at all. So, um, yeah, uh, we'll see, man. We'll see how this plays out for Indianapolis and for uh, moving forward and for Buffalo as well and for Hines. Uh, yeah. I, I welcome, to, welcome to Indy, Zach Moss. Yes, welcome, welcome to Indy, Zach Moss. I haven't seen what the stipulations are yet on that conditional six that be, could potentially become a fifth. We'll see. I think it's probably, I think it's probably playing time incentives. Yeah. That's what I would say. Like, that was my first thought. It was like, is it kind of similar to like Carson Wentz's trade, like in the same vein of like if he plays a certain percent of the offensive snaps or something or whatever it is, or if he plays in so many games or I don't know how they would do it, but – Something like that. I could see that being um, yeah. the solution moving forward. So, yeah. Um, and we'll see if he suits up this Sunday. Yeah. The yeah. We'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see. I love when people come in here and say you guys are overreacting. Like, this is just our initial reaction, bro. We're probably going to overreact. That's kind of part of it. So, yep. Uh, worst case scenario, get a fourth. Yeah. Dion proved that he did get the value. So, yeah. Um, We'll I don't know we'll what else all shakes out in the coming days. Hopefully, Bauer speaks today. By the way, we'll see. I, I wouldn't count on it, but well, I mean, after a trade like this, I mean, I think you kind of have to get out there in front of your fan base and the media and take those tough questions and and speak for what's been going on. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, it's a shame they couldn't try to figure out another position. You know, try to get another player, young player from a position, but. Yeah, yes, it is what it is, you know, so. All right, cool. Well, that'll do it for this one, guys. Uh, thank you so much. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, guys, go Colts.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.